yourself right i am i am very well thank you i am outstanding listen i had a very productive day i got some things accomplished on little video on videos that i'm making i've done little things i was feeling really good so well done what i did was i said you know what i am going to treat myself so i'm gonna drive out to owens mills go to mod pizza get a pizza and what get a pizza and i'll get that in a second and I'm also go to Center uh, because they just built a Center out there. Ordered my pizza, ordered my Cinnabon, sat here and talked to you for a minute, and then I went out there because you know, even though it says it's going to be done a certain time, it's never done on time. So I gave him some time because you know, very patient. That's person. the hallmark of great food. It is. Get out there. Ten minutes after it was supposed to be done, and a dude looking at me like, "Why are you here?" I'm like. <laughs> I ordered a pizza. He's like, did you order it online? I'm like, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't. <laughs> right, bro, we don't even check those orders. <laughs> <laughs> what you want? <laughs> so he looks around, he looks around, he looks around. He's like, oh, it's about to go into the oven. I'm like, cool. Walk over to Cineholics, get my Cinnabon. <laughs> get my Cinnabon. Come back. And he, I'm sitting there just on my phone and he looks at my face and he's like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, it's only two of us working. I'm in old man mode. Like, I'm about to hop on Yelp and let you guys know I'm not happy at all. But, 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 Brody, when I got home, I think that had to be the best pizza I ever had for Maud in my life. Really? It was. I never had my pizza. I'm going to have to try them out. Yes. That is only, that is one of the few places that I can get a vegan pizza that actually has, I don't the, care about that, that, has, shit, but, you know. that has, that has the cheese and has the. <laughs> Italian sausage. Blaze got that. Oh, it's Ooh. not Italian sausage, but it's uh, a vegan chorizo. Vegan. Blaze pizza has that. LeBron's place. Uh, I don't know where and that they is. Got, and they got a uh, wow, that's incredible. Because there's one out here in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, uh, but you don't have one over there. Makes me feel good. Thank you, and uh, thank you for that. Um, I do want to let you know the time is ticking. <clears throat> don't know what you mean, but anyway, I think you do. Sorry about that story. Welcome back to the Road Party. It's your man Hendo here. And we are live on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, I'm sorry, Twitter, and YouTube. And also for my audio listeners, welcome back. Appreciate you all. Got my man Brighton here with me tonight to talk a little bit of Ravens football. We are going to dive into last night's preseason finale. Baltimore Ravens losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're not going to go that long on this subject, Brighton, because of the fact that nobody really played of any name or notoriety so we're just going to kind of go through that a little bit answer a few questions and get into this 53-man roster i'm going to give you my projected 53-man roster now things are liable to change because cut down day is tuesday they are already releasing players right now but mm -hmm. the final cut down will not be the final team 
The final mm-hmm. cut down would just be to get the players onto the roster so they can make moves like putting Taz Bowser on the NFI list, probably putting Pepe Williams on never will report list. I don't know. So <laughs> we're going to, I'm just going to give you the, the initial 53 man roster. And I guarantee you it will be accurate up to 90%. I'm not guaranteed a hundred. <laughs> Up to 90%. You mean like the 90% of every team that we all know is going to be there? <laughs> listen, the first of all, it's, it's only ever those last eight players. It is. But this is this year is a little bit different. This year is a little okay. bit different to me because in years past, you know, we had a distinct succession of players that we were going to keep. There were a couple of French players, a couple of guys that were not going to make the roster, and we had to kind of fiddle around and Tinker with the lineup. Now we have such a dearth of talent. And for those of you that don't know what dearth means, look it up. We have such a dearth of talent. We can go in many directions. Like this guy sucks. That guy sucks. He's okay. He's not really good. So it doesn't really matter what direction we go. So it's a lot of moving parts to it for me. Yeah. You can keep five running backs. Like you have the talent to keep five running backs, but like, why would you, you know, uh, you can keep five tight ends, but again, for what? Uh, so yeah, you know, you never know. I mean, there you have like what six, maybe seven offensive linemen worth keeping, uh, and you know you're going to keep like ten of them. So I didn't keep ten of them. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Let's jump into the show. Let's see who we got in here with us tonight. Listen, there's already 35 people in here. I feel so blessed and honored. We got Joy P in here. What's going what up, on, Joy? Today? Thank you for dropping by. We got my man Brandon Bazell in the house. Always here to annoy me. We got Julian. What's going on? We got Terrell. He said, first time catching Hendo live. I need to tighten up. No, sir. Listen, even if you catch me on a replay, it is greatly appreciated. Just as long as you catch me. Nah, you right, T. He right? He right. Okay. Says, I'm the man. I am not, sir. (laughs) I am a man trying to provide content, trying to... uh, Get us out of here because there is football on tonight. For those of you that don't know, the Saints are playing. Yes, the oh, Saints. The last not, game. Not, not really. Then. I mean, and then my thing is, uh, why would you I was all excited it? thinking that there was like a real, a real game tonight. No, the Saints are playing somebody. I think Houston. Oh, they're playing Houston. Yes, they're playing right now. Eight o'clock it started. Yes, that's why I'll be trying to get in. We're trying to get out. In the hell, you asked me to come here. Cian Attic, what's going on? My baby girl, my oldest, the love of my life, Jasmine. How you feeling? She says, hey, y'all, we got Agent E in the house. Nothing much. About to get this done and watch this football. Coach Evans from the Tally. Make sure you go over to the Tally. Check out the channel. He just did an awesome breakdown on the first drive of the Baltimore Ravens yesterday's pre- from yesterday's preseason game. And he introduced me to this concept called spacing. <laughs> I have never heard of this concept as a Baltimore Ravens fan. I was blown away to see wide receivers in different sections of the field and not everybody clumped up running into each other. This is a new phenomenon that I hope carries forward from now. <laughs> what, what happened? Like, why were these guys so wide open? I don't know. Like, you've been introduced to it by the other 31 but, teams, right? I mean, you saw it every yeah, time Baltimore played right. against someone. You are factually correct, sir. Yolanda B, what's going on? MVP Sports in the house, Jared Green. How you feeling? All right, let me uh, before I move on, let me get to this tip. Ah, <laughs> uh, thirty-five dollar tip from B Squared, Brandon Bazell. He says, "Trey five, we gets live." Yes, sir. Appreciate you. And if you want to be awesome, 
like Mr. Brandon Bazell, there is a pin link in the comment section that helps us grow the channel. We put everything back that we get into it. We do not do super chats over here because YouTube steals too much of our money. We're putting out the work. We're putting in the effort. We're doing everything. And then YouTube just comes in like the government and steals our money. I know. I know. It's a horrible thing. What's going on, Mr. J? How you feeling? Ravenville 15, D3. Thank you. Like I said, it's football on, so we're not going to hold you too long. Um, let's get into this game. So last night, the Baltimore Ravens lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 26-20. Now the Ravens, after their 24 preseason game, pre game win streak, are now on a two-game slide. Are the Ravens going to lose 24 straight? That would be fitting. How do you feel about this game, Rodney? I well, what don't did you care see? at all, man. Like, it's a preseason game. Uh, oh, what did I see? I saw a bunch of uh, Ravens backups going out there. I, I saw that you're you don't have any depth on defense at all, anywhere. That's what that's what I've seen in their first uh, three games because you know, and it was it was a familiar refrain from Ravens fans where they were like, "Oh, well, you know, their starters are playing against our backups, right?" And they were talking about that because uh, Baker Mayfield went down the field and, and scored a touchdown. And then a little bit later, people were like, hey, oh, man, you know, it's, you got to remember, it's their stars. Against, I was like, no, it's not the stars anymore. Now it's Kyle Trask still carving y'all up. Uh, your second and third straight defense is just terrible at this point. It's not yes, great. It's not it's great at all. Oh, all right. We got a $20 tip from Julian. Appreciate you, Julian. He says the best nation is a donation. Wow. Hendo and Brodney. Now that the preseason is done, how are your offensive? Who are your offense, offensive X factors going into the season for each of your teams? Defense too, if you can think of some. So for the Carolina, now, I appreciate you, Julian. People don't normally ask about the Panthers on this show, and I, I want to say thank you. Uh, I don't appreciate you trying to make me do extra work on this show, but I do appreciate the thought. <laughs> you go ahead, Hendo. <laughs> Um, sheesh. so offensive X factors for this team. Uh, of course, it, for me, it has to be Lamar Jackson. His health is paramount to the team's success. Um, regardless of the health of OBJ or, or uh, excuse me, Rashad Bateman with Zay Fly. I know this pizza's coming up. I'm sorry. Um, Rashad Bateman with Zay Flowers so can do good though. No, but like it's, it's just it's it don't really on. come back on you if it's, no, good. it's, it's hitting on me, bro. All it's right, on me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But yes, Lamar Jackson. So regardless of what these other offensive players do, um, Lamar Jackson showed you in 2019, he doesn't need much to carry a team. So his health is paramount. He is my X factor because I think that this season he's finally going to pass for that 4,000-yard bury. I think he's going to account for at least 45 touchdowns. He's going to lead the Ravens to multiple playoff wins and possibly a Super Bowl victory. So for him, for me, he is my offensive X factor. And defensively, my X factor has to be the O&O Express. And that is going to be David Ojabo and Odafe Owe. And I'm not here to slander him, Brody. I'm not here to slander him. They are my X factors. We do not. <laughs> you didn't want to go like, you, you could have had the B and O, you know, like, and it would have been Bowser and Owe or Bowser and Ojabo. You didn't want to go there with it? I did not because, uh, listen, Bowser's hurt. Bowser's going on either the pup list or the NFI list, which means he's going to miss four to six games to start the season. So uh, we have like three division games out of our first five, if I'm not mistaken. We need a pass rush. So for us mm -hmm. to put a bunch of stock into Owe and Ojabo, I think that they're going to be the X factors that are actually going to help lead this defense. Listen, we don't have the cornerbacks right now. Even when Marlon Humphrey, come, Humphrey comes back, 
we don't have the defense right now to stop teams. That's why for the past several years, Brighton and Jose, hashtag defund the defense. We, we need an offense that can score more points than the other team. So there are times, like we've said, you need situational defense. We need that timely sack. We need that timely fumble. We need something to go on like OA did against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know we joke him and say, oh, he's terrible. They can't do this. But to me, this team does not move forward in the playoffs without these two gentlemen stepping up. And sadly, one of them is going to make the fallers list later on. So how do you feel about the Carolina Panthers? God damn, man. I feel like I was doing the show with Ferris right there. Is it my turn already? It's been it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh for Baltimore, I'm not going to say Lamar because Lamar is the foundation of the team. The X factor for them, I think, is Zay Flowers uh, because they he represents something that Baltimore hasn't had, uh, which is a, a home run hitter, an explosive playmaker on offense. I think he's going to make a, a major, major, major difference for the offense. Uh, on defense, I'm going to have to agree with you uh, partially and say it's going to be Adafi Owe. Uh, him getting back to his rookie year form uh, and even progressing a little bit fr- from there. Uh, but he was a playmaker in that rookie year. And if he can get back, if he can get away from what he did in that in that first offseason and get back to what he was doing as a rookie and, and make some plays for that defense, then it'll be a, uh, it'll be a huge plus. Okay. Oh, you want to know why I stopped and got silent? No, no. I, I mean, I, I had something to say, but I was waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. Because he, no, no. Because he did ask you about your team. So he. I, I, th- I thought we were going. We were taking turns, and then you were going to go ahead and do Carolina next. Oh, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My X factors for Carolina Panthers. I thought you were just going to continue on. My apologies, sir. So my X factors for the Carolina Panthers, of course, is going to have to be Bryce Young. Um, listen, even. Even in the one of the weakest divisions in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have remained competitive staying in the playoff hunt. They were only a quarterback away. Now, Bryce Young is a highly talented quarterback from Alabama. If he can do the things that he did in college in the NFL, I think it'll circumvent all of the bad decisions that the Panthers have made with their roster in the of the past several years, letting go Christian McCaffrey, letting go DJ Moore. I we think- didn't list all of Baltimore's bad decisions. Why are we doing this right now with Carolina? You had your opportunity, sir. You just oh, okay, okay. But I'll right. just, I do, I do think that Bryce Young is that guy. Like I do think yeah. he was worthy of the number one pick, and I think he's going to take that team to a level that it hasn't seen since the likes of Cam Newton. Defensively, of course, I mean Jeremy Chen. He was hurt last year, so he didn't live up to his rookie expectations. But it's got to be Brian Burns. The Carolina Panthers kept that man on the roster, gave him two first-round picks that they could have traded him for. He's got to be that guy. He's teaching young guys how to pass rush. He is your defensive star. He went to Florida State. How could he not be? All right. So anyway, uh, Bryce Young, I think, has shown through the preseason that he is that guy, right? right. Um, and and he, he's a good decision maker. He, he can make all the throws. He knows when to put uh, touch on the ball. He knows when to when to rifle it in and all this, uh, but he's not going to be the X factor for me. Unfortunately, it has to be Aquanu, the left tackle, who looks like he has forgotten how to block people, uh, which is going to be. I'll say it's going to be detrimental. I'll go out on a limb and say it's going to be detrimental <laughs> to the team if if that continues into the into the regular season. So I'm going to pick him on offense, uh, defensively. 
I think I got to agree with you with Brian Burns. He he did step up last season, um, and and he is one of the better young pass rushers in the, in the league. But they they need him to take it up even another level. Uh, they they don't have a uh, proven pass rusher on the other end. You know, Frankie Louvu is a pass rush specialist, and he's done a good job in that role for us. Mm-hmm. They did sign Justin Houston. We'll see how much he has left at this point in in the tank. Uh, but they don't have a, another, you know, consistent pass rusher over there. And I think they need him to take that extra step towards even, you know, defensive player of the year type category yeah. uh, to, to really help out that defense. Cause the, the back end of the defense, I think is going to suffer as well. Even with JC Horn. Yeah. Hey. Well, let, let, me, let me put it this way. Let me put it to you this way. Um, you all have all pro Marlowe, right? <laughs> You have Marcus Williams, who is an all-pro caliber safety. Yes, he drafted a safety at number fourteen overall, uh, and and you all are are deathly afraid of your secondary. This is true. And Carolina doesn't have a corner as good as Marlon Humphrey. Uh, doesn't have a safety as good as Marcus Williams. They drafted Jeremy Chin in the second round, and he hasn't played as well. And the rest of their corners suck too. So, you know, yeah. It's going to be right, a struggle well, back there. Well, let me ask you this question. So do you think with the play of the offensive line, because we've seen the struggles during the preseason, do you think that they should let him sit and have Andy Dalton start for no. the year? Or at least – No, don't even don't even finish that garbage. And I'm not even being smart. No. Just just no. for his, just for his safety Mm-mm. until that offensive line Dalton. gets it together. I want to see Andy Dalton anywhere near – a goddamn football field. Well, they can't use PJ Walk anymore. <laughs> they could actually. He got cut. I mean, they, you know that. They can you know that. But I, my thing yeah. is, I don't want. I just don't want the young man to get hurt. I don't want another David Carr situation. It's not going to be that bad. Um, their their interior O line is getting healthy. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay there. And it's just the real question mark is Aquanu. And I think if out but Bryce Young is very very intelligent and he knows how to protect himself he's been able he's shown in the preseason that he he's I mean to an extent able to get away from those those hits right I mean sometimes sometimes Kayvon Thibodeau just runs right by your left tackle there's nothing that you can do about it uh, but if you saw in the Detroit game sometimes you roll out and you're one-on-one with James Houston and you make him look like a fool right uh, so I, I think he he's going to be all right uh, they just they had to get Equanu figured out. Yeah, because I thought he was actually didn't he have a pretty solid uh, rookie season? Yeah, I mean he he had his his you know, ups and downs. Obviously, like you know, as all rookies will, but it was very promising. And now it's like, what you doing? He got paid and just is like bumping. You know, it, it reminds me of uh, another Panther legend, Coney Ealy, who was drafted <laughs> in the cool. second round and. And he had such an inspiring story, uh, you know, about taking care of him. He was his younger sister. Mm-hmm. And he, he that's what drove him to get to the NFL, uh, you know, to, to, to provide financial stability. And it went into that Super Bowl um, after the 2015 season. And he had, I believe it was two sacks or two and a half sacks, a fumble recovery, an interception. He would have, I mean, he was the player of the game he was. easily, uh, but they lost. Uh, and then we never saw that guy again. So, yeah. All right. Let's delve into this game. We have been here for 20 minutes. Man, time goes by when you're having fun. 
Like that song is real. Like, Time goes by when the clock is ticking too, man. Don't 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 be that way, Brady. All right. So for the game yesterday, who were your offensive and defensive players of the game if you had one or did not? I mean, I wouldn't say that I really had offensive players. I mean, obviously Owen Wright had probably the best game. Uh, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. I had not heard of Owen Wright prior to this game. Uh, But he went out there with 12 carries, 89 yards, and a touchdown, uh, and then also two catches for 11 yards. So I I would think that he would have to be the the offensive player of the game, right? Uh, Defensively, uh, I think, and this is something that we – that I kind of wanted to get into at some point, but uh, Caillou Blue Kelly has the ability to just shift blame, if not cover the receiver, <laughs> he's able to he's able to avoid being blamed for for missing coverage, which is is one of the greatest abilities you can ask for. Uh, so I'll go with Caillou Blue Kelly. Um, ooh. for me, yes, Owen Wright had an outstanding game. I just think for me, the offensive player of the game is going to be Josh Johnson. You know, he did it for the old guys. He went out there. He started the game six, what is it, four for four on the first drive. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. We'll get to that, Coach. Um, he started the game four for four on the first drive. He hit uh, Charlie Kolar. He hit James Prochet. He hit Tylen Wallace. And he hit Laquan Treadwell for a 24-yard touchdown. Like, when I first saw that, and this was against the Tampa Bay starters, I was like, man, is this how it's going to look? Is this how this thing is going to be? But then it also made me think, does this – put pressure on Lamar Jackson because, and I know, listen, I know you have professionals, you have superstars, but when you take backups and put them in games and they run an offense so efficiently, now that shifts a, more of the pressure towards your shoulders to get it right. Cause you know, everyone is looking outside of Baltimore and his fans. They're looking for Lamar to fail passing the ball. So do you think that with these, these backups or practice squad fodder, doing well offensively do you think that that puts a little bit more blame uh pressure on Lamar no I don't think so I mean we've seen Josh Johnson play for every team under the sun we know who he is we we know exactly who Josh Johnson is and we know that this this is a mirage uh you know there's not a single person Mm -hmm. out there who thinks Josh Johnson is pushing Lamar Jackson you know you know that he can't play to that level uh, I mean, if he played the entire game, he wouldn't have played to that level, let alone doing it in a regular season game. So I, I don't think that it puts any pressure. I think that what's going to put pressure on Lamar is the fact that Baltimore did not play him at all uh, with the rest of the starters. So he was not able to get out there and kind of get comfortable in the offense. He wasn't able to really get into a rhythm with his receivers. Uh, and I think that'll show up early in the season. Uh, but even that is going to be short-lived so i I expect uh, a lot of fireworks from this offense uh and not a lot of blame okay yeah so and for my defensive player of the game eh, at first i was going to put nobody because nobody that really played yesterday actually matters to me on the scene but but i mean it probably was but brian you convinced me caillou blue kelly the way he evades responsibility is amazing to me how you blue kelly is a hall of famer already if you don't know inside the discord there's a gentleman that loves caillou blue kelly and thinks that he's a great there he is over there what's up reg um i wasn't gonna say any names but 
he said he said that this guy just was just an outstanding young corner. He had good things ahead of him, and he got burnt for a touchdown. Listen, Chris Godwin abused him, and, and granted, Chris Godwin will do that to good corners. Granted, but he said no, that wasn't on him. That was on Geno Smith. So what did I do? I put up the video. I put the video up, and he still said, "Only not Geno Smith." That wasn't on him. It was Geno Smith. He let him go. Geno Stone. I'm sorry, Geno Stone. I'm like. He let him go. No, he didn't. He just wasn't fast enough to keep up with him. Yeah. Truth be told, if he evades this cut down day, he may be the greatest defender ever. <laughs> just elusive. Elusive. <laughs> but speaking of um, starters not playing, do you think that this will be detrimental to the team? Every team in the NFL besides the Baltimore Ravens played their starters at some point. Even the New York Jets played Aaron Rodgers yesterday. It may have not been for a full half, but he got him in there and got him acclimated with the first-team offense, something that we have yet to do. We have yet to see Odell Beckham out there. We've seen Zay Flower and Flowers and Spurts. They didn't even really put Nelson Aguilar out there after the first game. So do you think that this is somehow going to hurt this team going forward, especially in the early parts of the season? Are you talking about him holding down the practice squad, Rich? Is that what you're referring to? Uh, I think it's going to... I, I think they're gonna look a little a little sloppy early, mm-hmm. but they're playing Houston in week one. So I don't think it's really going to matter. So I, I think there'll be a little bit of it, but I don't think like I said, I don't I think it'll be short lived and I and I don't think it's gonna prevent them from uh getting out to a a good enough start. You know, they're playing Houston <laughs> with a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach. And if we're being honest, just not a whole lot of talent on the team. Just not a whole lot. Right. Um so I don't think that it'll 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 uh, you know manifest in terms of a loss or anything like that, uh, and and I think you know maybe that's what they're thinking. Like, hey, right. we got Houston, and they're going to play for the full game, and we'll work it out there. No, 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 disgusting. Oh yeah, he has TB two on the practice squad. You're correct. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop hating on Rocky Sin, man. He's we don't even know if he's we don't he's even know if he's hurt. Healthy. He's back. That's what they say. He's back. Just this, just because you take someone off the injured list doesn't he was mean practicing. Hmm. Hmm. I can go jog up, but I can go jog up and down my driveway, and I can say I was practicing. Oh, do you? I do. Hit it. So I'm just saying that could say I was practicing. Hey, somebody threw a ball and I caught it. I practiced. That doesn't mean. Listen, John Harbaugh is a John Harbaugh is a pathological liar. When was the last time you seen Kyle Blue Kelly catch a ball that was thrown near him? I have not. Does he has he ever made an interception? Ever? But, I think I think he's got more cheap shots than uh, than passes defense at this point in his NFL career. Facts. That is facts. He is a cheap shot artist. Shame. But Shame. um, yeah, I think that the start is not playing. I think that it's going to be detrimental in the beginning of the season. But like you said, we we played the Houston Texans, and I think that's what John Harbaugh factored in. While not playing the starters, he was like, we'll use the Houston Texans game as a get-right game. Now, if we were to happen to lose that game, because, listen, going throughout the Ravens' history with John Harbaugh, we don't have a really good record versus rookie QBs. For some reason, they beat us. And to think that we're just going to walk in, play Houston, and come out with a W, you're crazy. This is the NFL, any given Sunday. So even still, I don't think that that game will be enough to get them – prepare for Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. They're all coming up within the first six weeks. So 
the defense isn't going to carry us. I don't know what John Harbaugh was thinking other than I'm scared. I don't want my team to get hurt. You know, I'm reliving the past of what happened with all of these players. But listen, if they're going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt regardless if it's preseason, if it's training camp, if it's a regular season game. So I just think he should have just put them in. Yeah. I mean, at least for, I, I'm not even saying they have to play a whole half or anything like that, but get them out there, get them playing a little bit. But you know, it, it's like, uh, and I forget, I forget the YouTuber or not the YouTuber, but the uh, the guy's name on Twitter uh, who puts out those videos breaking down films after games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment was too big for Johnny, pissed down his leg, and now he's going into the <laughs> season with no preparation. All right. They just expect us to go ahead and win. All right, moving right along, we are going to go to rises and follows. So let me know if you have any players that you thought rose their stock from this game and anybody that you thought dropped their stock after this game and is going to be on the chop block, not named Caillou Blue Kelly because we already know he's going to be there. Wow. Rude. Um, Not really. Uh, You know, Dante Demas had his probably his best game, um, you know, Kolar and uh, you know he played well again, but I, I don't think that there was anything that happened that's really going to have any effect on on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a little too late in the in the game for that, and nobody had a really like standout type of game. Mm-hmm. Oh, but see, see, Arnett, he getting cut. You know, he getting cut. Listen, y'all, it's not talking about my man's. So for me. Uh, risers. I'm gonna go with Josh Johnson. Um, I think that he put a little bit of pressure on the organization to make a decision because they're actually having discussions from my sources. Wink, wink, hint, hint, nod, nod. Um, that that they are considering Josh Johnson as the backup quarterback. Then it's Todd. Uh, what is his name? Huntley. I don't remember his name. Pro Bowl Huntley is hurt. Tyler Huntley. Guy. So. They're considering bringing in Josh Johnson as the number two quarterback because he's played so well during the preseason. You already know Anthony Brown Jr. is going to the practice squad. So for me, I think he raised his stock a little bit. If he doesn't make it with the Baltimore Ravens, he's going to make it with some team. Um, Oh, man, I just checked. Kyle Blue Kelly's caught three passes in his career. Nice. None since 2021. Nice. All right. My other brother is Charlie Kolar. Even though we were down on him in the beginning, he had a fumble. He had some drops. He did have like four catches for 44 yards yesterday. He's making the best out of a situation, especially since Vokalek decided he was going to step up and try to make this roster as an undrafted rookie free agent. Charlie Kolar stepped his game up. I don't think he's going to make the roster, though, but tears with the tears. Um, you don't yeah. think Kolar's going to make the roster? Mm-mm. Kolar's making the roster. Your boy Vokalek out of here. Oh, man. Uh, and, and I appreciate him playing well in these preseason games to grab the attention of uh, of somebody like a like, like just spitballing like a Scott Fitterer uh, mm-hmm. down in Charlotte, and then when you all uh, try to sneak him onto the practice squad, that he ends up down in Carolina. Oh, that's fine. He's not going. You can have Colo in Carolina. No, I mean, I'm, got I'm, I'm not vocal, but uh, uh, we would probably take Colo over over Hayden as well. Uh, <laughs> you can stop hating over man. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to stop hating on the first round pick who lost his job midway through his rookie season and then was traded for a second round pick. And then that team immediately drafted a tight end in the top five and got rid of him. And then that team cut him as well. He'd had a decent year with Cincinnati last year. Yeah. And then they were like, no, thank you. No more. Okay. 
Um, also, I have Delshawn Phillips on my rises list. I think he's played his way onto the roster. Um, Owen Wright, even though he played well last game and he's been steady throughout the preseason, I don't think he has enough in him to <laughs> no, he's not a pro bowl. He has enough in him to make this roster. And Laquan Treadwell, he's another one that showed his value being a first a former first-round pick. I just don't think that he makes the active 53-man roster. And as for my stock down, number one has got to be Jonathan Harbaugh. He's number one for not playing his starters on offense, knowing that this is a new offense, knowing that there are new pieces. He did not get them in to see what they had together. Also, my man Salah. Salah looked terrible, horrible yesterday. And he's looked kind of bad throughout the preseason. But that one time when that guy bull rushed him, and the thing that we said about Salah was he's big and he's strong. That guy damn near lifted him off his feet and pushed him back. Yeah, he just... he's a, he's a six-round rookie. Y'all need to stop. I'm, I'm going to give you a little spoiler uh, for okay. next year. I'll give you a little, little <laughs> quick little teaser for next okay. year. That y'all, okay. can, y'all can take that with you because we're about to get out of here. Uh, he's going to suck too. He is. First and of all, Vor- then y'all, And then y'all are going to be on here – crying about that all right stop expecting the world from late day three picks we don't expect the world we expect the listen we expect the world from undrafted free agents because i heard people yes i heard people yesterday crying about shamar shamar bridges they were about to have a goddamn vigil weren't they boy weren't they like where do you think he's going you cut him last year too, and ain't nobody pick him up. He'll be right there waiting if you want him back, and you don't want him back. No, <laughs> I mean, and, and this is the first time you can like legit just just say this and kind of dismiss it. The Ravens have like seven receivers better than him. For the first time, we can say that. We can say that, but you know what? You as if you know, if you're a Ravens fan, we have sentimental favorites. Yeah. We have people that we root for no matter what, and he is one of those guys. And I asked, I had to ask somebody, like, what do, you, what is it that you no, think? See, I know he would not have been a day two pick. He'd have been a day three. He still would have been a day three pick. Um, he, um, the problem with Voorhees was he couldn't stay healthy in college. Like he couldn't. He, this wasn't the only time that he got hurt. He was decent, and you know, these Pac-12 offensive linemen, we should get enough of. Pack 12 offensive linemen to know that they really don't do well in the NFL their first three seasons. Uh, okay. Just going to go there with it. Um, you're not going to have to worry about that anymore because there's no Pack 12 anymore. Uh, so you can take your slander and go home. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Well, well, my last two fallers. And I'll just, I'll just say this as well since you brought it up. David Ajabo was not going to be a top 15 pick without the injury either. Like, just please stop. Please. Well, I guess I'll just have to I have to just skip over Caillou Blue Kelly and Jalen Lama Davis and go straight to David Ajabo. He is by far my biggest faller of the preseason. He has made no plays. He's been stonewalled at the line of scrimmage. He has not set the edge. He did not look like a day a high day two pick to me. Even a lot of his backers and in the people holding up the pom-pom saying he was a top 15 pick and we want to take him at number 14. No, we weren't. And like Rodney said, we weren't taking him at 14. They just say that to people. People tell me all the time, I was going to pick you to play basketball, but you didn't. You didn't. You picked him, and then you picked me fourth. It doesn't make a difference. So I just don't think that he has the talent. I told everybody, and I was going to I was going to clip the video from last year when I said, David Ajabo is going to come in here. He's going to play the last few games, flash something. You're going to get really excited. He's going to come in year two and not do diddly squat, and y'all were going to say, it's because he's still hurt. He's still <laughs> nursing his injury. 
And in year three, he was going to play decent. In year four, he's going to price himself out here. So once again, we had the Baltimore Ravens picking a useless pick that did not help us do diddly poo. So wow. yeah, that's how I feel about that, sir. Yeah, there was a lot of feelings there. They all came out at once. I was, uh, I was something. Thanks. <laughs> Ah, man. All right. So let's just speed this along, Brody. Do you have any concerns heading into the season for the Baltimore Ravens or and the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I mean, they're really the same concerns for both of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The O-line in both places, left tackle in Carolina, left guard and right tackle in Baltimore, Uh, the edge rushers, because if David Ajabo was that guy, why did you sign Jadavian Clowney? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Say that again, Brody. I say if David Ajabo was that guy, why'd you sign Jadavian Clowney? Um, you know, and, and in Carolina, you know, they obviously know that they don't have that second guy. That's why they went and got Justin Houston. Uh, and then of course the secondary. Um for Baltimore, I'm not as concerned with the secondary. I think they'll be fine once they're healthy with Marlon and, and Rocky Sin. Uh Rocky Sin is a is a you know. Character. Average to above average corner, he'll be fine. I agree. Marlon is is a very good corner. Uh, so sure. once they are healthy, they'll be fine. Carolina not in that same boat. Uh, J.C. Horn is a good player who hasn't been able to stay healthy. Dante Jackson's coming off on a, a torn Achilles. C.J. Henderson's not good. Keto's not good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So those are those are the concerns that I have going into the season. Yes. All right. My concerns heading into the season. I only have one concern. Now that we have brought in some offensive weapons, now that we have an offensive coordinator that can actually scheme players open, is John Harbaugh going to fumble the bag? I still see some coaching deficiencies in the preseason with his timeout calling and his challenges. And I know it really doesn't mean anything right then, but sometimes we are a creature of habit. And no matter when it is or what's going on, you cannot help but be yourself. And I just don't think that He's the man for the job. Like, I still think that we need to get an offensive-minded coach in here to help out or a defensive-minded coach, somebody that can actually help these coordinators take this game, take our game to the next level and help us progress in the playoffs. So, for me, my only concern is going to be Jonathan Harbaugh and I guess maybe the health of the players because Steve Saunders is gone. And I know a lot of you like to blame Steve Saunders for these injuries. We had injuries before he got here, and we're still having them when he's gone. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have injuries, but, I mean, you know. We, just have, we have an inordinate number of injuries. But mm. what are you going to do? All right, let's move on to our last segment, and we are going to get into this 53-man roster prediction. Like I said, I am going to give you my predictions up to 90% accuracy. Okay, everybody, 95% accuracy. Wow. My roster is going to be up to 95% accurate. I okay. guarantee it. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's gonna Can't be a couple of, it's gonna be a couple surprises in here. Don't oh, get mad yeah. at me. Don't okay. don't get mad at me, but I won't get mad. I don't care about the Ravens. Yeah, I'm talking so. about the people. I'm talking about the people in the chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, don't get mad. It's... Worried about you. He ain't cutting people right now. I mean, we cut a couple oh, people, but you know. no reason to get mad. You know, I don't know. They watch the show, apparently they watch our show, apparently, and they listen to us sometimes. So hopefully they can go in and you know. We can affect this. But let's start off with the quarterbacks. I believe that the Baltimore Ravens are keeping two quarterbacks on the roster, the first being Lamar Jackson, of course, and the backup being Tyler Huntley. Even though, like I said, Josh Johnson made a push to become the backup, I think that he just doesn't make the cut. And I think that being that Anthony Brown Jr. is a younger guy, I think they're going to keep him. What say you? 
I agree. Uh, I think it's disrespectful that they don't have Tyler Huntley's Twitter up there. But I think you know they know <laughs> that Josh Johnson. <laughs> they know Josh Johnson will be there if they call. So there's no point in keeping them. This is actually correct. All right, moving on to the running backs. I believe that they're going to keep four running backs with J.K. Dobbins being the starter, Gus Edwards being the backup, Justice Hill being the third down back, and Keaton Mitchell just probably returning punts and doing other things. But I think that Owen Wright did do enough to get himself on the practice squad. How about you? Uh, I think that those are going to be the four, and I'm – Man, Justice Hill is giving me some screech vibes in that picture. I don't like that. But I think that those are going to be the four. Uh, Melvin Gordon, we, we knew as soon as they signed him that it was a pointless signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there was no, you know, no reason for him to be there. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you combined uh, running back and fullback. And I we're did not. cutting Patrick. Okay, well, I'll, I'll carry on then. All right. Daniel Fraxis says, you don't think they keep three active with the new rule? With the new rule, I do not think that they keep three active. Under normal circumstances, I think the Ravens would carry three quarterbacks, but being that they need an extra guy in a defensive backfield and an extra guy on the offensive line, I think that kind of circumvents them keeping three quarterbacks because, like he said, with Josh Johnson always being available, you can make game day decisions and game day maneuvers. So I just think right now, until we get everybody placed where they need to be, I don't think that they're going to have three quarterbacks. Well, yeah, may, and maybe I'm misunderstanding the new rule because I haven't paid a, a ton of attention to it. But that would be the reason to not keep three quarterbacks because you can just, you know, you can add that other one whenever. This is true. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm misunderstanding the rule, though. No. You can you have to you can carry three quarterbacks on game day, but they have to be on the fifty three man roster. So you can oh, essentially okay. you can essentially oh, just, carry yeah, a free a free active uh, right because right. on game day it's normally forty eight people active. Now I think you can have forty nine with the quarterback, and I think you also they added something forty six and now forty seven, right? I think not, no, I think it was forty six and now it's forty eight. Yeah, it's forty something like it's either one, but I think they also added where you can add an extra offensive lineman. Or they were trying to do that. I'm not sure. But I just know with the quarterback, he has to be on the 53-man roster for you to be able to activate that third guy on game day. Now, just like Rodney wanted, at fullback, this is one that I wrestled with for a long time. In my mind, I'm like, listen, if it were up to Todd Munkin and the rest of the crew, they would cut hard ER Ricard. Like, they would let this man go. But I think that being he is one of John Harbaugh's guys, I think that he only stays on the roster just for that reason. Like, bro, is is Tyler Huntley not on Twitter? Because you have <laughs> you have Patrick Ricard's Twitter there with his history, and you didn't put. All right, no, anyway, it's neither here nor there. But I, I I think this is this is just this is ridiculous for uh, for Pat Ricard to be on the the fifty three man roster. We all know he's going to be. Uh, they 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 can't quit him, but it's ridiculous for them to keep on paying him to to do whatever it is that they want him to do. This is facts. Next up, wide receiver. And I think this this is just this is gonna be easy. This is a layup. I think the way that everything has been laid out throughout the preseason, we already know Odell Beckham Jr. and Rashad Bateman are going to be the starters with Zay Flowers if they start three receivers. Then you're gonna have Nelson Aguilar and Devin Duvernay and Tylen Wallace bringing up the rear with Laquan Treadwell and Dante Demas on the practice squad and and a surprise, James Prochet will make the practice squad. Well, no. I mean, 
And did they remove the limit on the practice squad? Yes, or? you can have you can have six you out of the sixteen players you can have on the practice squad. Six players can have unlimited years in the NFL. No, no, I get that, but there's still a limit. So James Prochet is out of here. Uh, I would I would imagine that Laquan is out of here as well. Uh, there is no point in putting James Prochet on a practice squad for goddamn what? Tell me, tell me one reason. Because he is one, one he is one of Harbaugh's guys. This is the thing that people. This this is a real thing. Harbaugh has his people that he will go to bat for no matter what. Okay, he had, and he had, if we're making the Harbaugh's guys argument, you better put Tylen Wallace on that practice squad and put James back on the fifty three. He ain't gonna. I, I, I just. It's time to. It's time to let him go. It's time to let him go. He he had he had two catches yesterday. Oh what? <laughs> he had a catch. For, he had a catch for twenty two yards. At one, listen. At one point in time, at one point in time, James Prochet averaged twenty-two yards a catch. Let me ask you: How many? How many did he run for? How many of those twenty-two yards? He ran for all twenty-two because he beat the DB. He ran for all twenty-two of them. (laughs) So I'm since I know that you understand what I'm asking you, and and that's the answer. I'm going to assume that he didn't run for a single goddamn one of those yards, and he just caught the ball and went down. First of all, I think he ran. Let's keep it moving to tight end. All right. No, he he ran he he ran he ran for like he ran for like an extra four. (laughs) You mean he fell down for the four? (laughs) But I mean, he 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 beat the dude clean. Like he beat the guy clean. He was wild. Um, <laughs> next up for tight ends, I believe that we are going to keep three tight ends. Of course, most, in some people's view, all world Mark Andrews. I call him Andrews. Um, Isaiah Likely. And like I said, surprise, Travis Vokalek. He is going to be the third tight end with Charlie Cola going to the practice squad. And then hopefully the Carolina Panthers will scoop him up. It'll be another draft bust for EDC that moves on to another team within the first three years of him being on the roster. Mm. I'm going to agree with Mark Andrews. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is going to make it. Right, right, uh, right. Isaiah Likely, I think, will right. make it as well. Right. And then it's going to be Charlie they, they don't really like admitting draft mistakes. Uh, and I'm not even saying that he's a mistake. I, I think he's he's played pretty he's, – he's been decent uh, this this preseason. Uh, Vocalex is going to go to practice squad. If Charlie Kolar hits the practice squad, Charlie Kolar will never play for the Ravens again. Oh, I'm sorry. I You had expectation of him playing for the Ravens? I never did. Uh, uh, when you, they drafted. you did when they drafted him in the fourth round. So I did not. They're, they, they're going to protect that investment. They drafted a 27th tight end who came into the league with a sports hernia off the bat. Okay, talk, talk to me about the tight end they drafted in the first round a few years ago. And then tell me which one's better. Okay, yeah, so that's what I thought. Let's move along to the O-line. But here's the thing. Charlie Cola was drafted before Isaiah Likely. Yeah, and it's Hayden always it's always before Mark Andrews. It's always the second one. It's always and, the second Nixon one that plays. Drafted before Dennis Pitta. <laughs> Maybe they should like identify the guys they like and then just skip one. Just just skip one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So you know, so that means Charlie Kolar within the first couple of years he's gone, just like the rest of them. Ta-da! That's that's, that's cool. It, it ain't gonna happen by them putting them on the practice squad. Oh man, I'm missing something doing the game. All right, we gotta hurry up and get this done. Where we leave off tight end. All right, offensive line. Oh, wow. This is this was a tough one for me. Was this it? was a, yeah, this was a tough one for me because right. these are some of the things that I was hearing and some of the things that I was seeing. I thought that it was going to be easy to just say, you know what, we're going to get these offensive linemen in and get it done. But 
But offensive linemen, of course, we got Ronnie Stanley. We got Kevin Zeitler. We got Tyler Lindenbaum. We got John Simpson, who was named the starter, even though we knew this because they said it at the beginning of the training camp. And we have the op, Morgan Moses, as the starting five. On the bench, we got Patrick McCarry, who's Mr. Everything, all utility. We have um, Sam Sam Mustafer, and he is particularly not a good player. It's just that he is the only guy that we have that can play backup center. So he's going to be on the roster. I think they keep Daniel Fa'alele just because, you know, he has a lot of potential. He has a side and power that that they like. And I also think they keep Ben Cleveland. Listen, Ben Cleveland is going to be Patrick McCarry light. I think he's going to be that utility guy because they played him all over the line during the preseason. So I think that he will be one of the final people safe on the roster. Now, the one guy that they're going to put on the practice practice squad is Sala because Sala was just terrible to me. Like Sala was just. Yeah, no, I I agree with that list. Uh, I don't think that is that's a particularly difficult list to come up with there. <laughs> you don't have that many good players on the O-line. Uh, and like you said, Ben Cleveland has played, not so much this year, but he has played left guard. He's been mm-hmm. playing right guard. They've been trying him out of right tackle. Uh, and for whatever reason, Baltimore is allergic to having guys who are just tackles. Uh, they don't like that. If you, if you say, hey, no, man, uh, I play tackle, they say, else uh, so <laughs> i think that, yeah ben, ben cleveland will be there as kind of the the swing guy and i think i don't i don't want to say that johnson is going to fail but i think they're gonna they're gonna be uh he's not gonna start start and finish 17 games i'll just put it mm. that way so you feel that there's a reason that the raiders cut him I mean, you know, okay. sorry raiders Listen, see, I'm at it. Nobody likes Mustafer. Nobody um, likes him, but he's the only one. He's the only one with with starting experience at center. That's the only reason that I think that he makes the roster. But McCarty has started at center, hasn't he? A little bit, a few games. A little bit, like yeah. it's been a while. Like we don't even. I yeah. haven't even seen McCarty this offseason, To be honest, oh, no. with you. I thought they, he was. They like, got that man in bubble wrap behind glass. <laughs> he's he, he he the only backup that they trust even a little bit. This is facts. All right, moving on to special teams. This is nothing new. Of course, we got Justin Tucker, the kicker, Jordan Stout, the punter, and Tyler Ott, the long snapper, because Nick Moore decided he wanted to mess around in his driveway and tear some ligaments in his legs. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know who else could possibly make the team at those spots. So that, that is obviously correct. Yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing left. All right, moving on over to the defense. We start off with the defensive line with Justin Matabike, Michael. My time is limited. I'm gonna get hurt during the wow, first six games. That's Pierce. Not cool. I'm sorry, sir, but it's true. I just I speak the truth, and we know he's gonna be hurt in the first six games. Uh, newly minted Roger Washington. Tough one for me in Brent Urban because I just think that he pass, he knocks down a pass once every eight games, and that's just good enough for the Ravens just to keep him on the roster. And of course, Travis Scott Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like that. Nah, I like Travis Scott. Even though he missed a couple times. No, no, you don't. I do. I have high hopes for him. Listen, he was he was projected to be a first round pick last year. Oh yeah, yeah, sure he was. And, and somehow we stole him in the third. Thirty and then thirty two teams forgot he was on the board twice. Twice, but we got him, and that's all that matters. But I think he's, I think he's, he's good, a good run stuffer. I think he has some work to do on on getting okay. his uh 
getting pressure on the quarterback. But uh, he's a, he's a second year player, so you know, hopefully, only good things to come. Only good hopefully. things. To come. Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, again, I think that's you know that's the list, right? They don't really have anybody else who was threatening to break into that group, um, despite having, despite having you know uh, more than their allotted seven picks every single year. They they seem to be lacking in quality depth. Uh, so I think that that is definitely the group. That is. I gotta get Brent Urban up out of there. I don't know why they brought him back, to be quite honest with you. Like, he's like 6'8". He's good for knocking down a pass or two, but he doesn't do anything particularly well. I think, he once again, he's a John Harbaugh guy, and he just takes up a roster spot. But moving on to the more exciting positions. We're going to start off with outside linebacker slash edge players. And, of course, course, like I said before, they have to be on the 53-man roster before they can make any moves. So that's why Tyus Bowser is on here. But, of course, he's going to go on the NFI list sometime Tuesday after they finalize the roster. Um, Of course, we have Odafe, don't call me Jason Owe, Jadavion Clowney, (laughs) and my surprise, Malik Ham. I think Malik Ham from Baltimore City College, go Knights, is going to make this 53-man roster. And um, Njabo, I guess they're going to bring him along too. Okay. Uh, well, surprise, Malik Ham's not making it uh, <gasps> because they are—they're definitely not putting their third-round pick on the practice squad. He gets. Yeah, so Tavius will be on the fifty-three. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. I'm... What? What third-round pick? He was their third-round pick, right? No, nah, he was a—he was a fifth-round pick. Not Tavius Robinson. He was a sixth-round pick. No, not fifth. Tavius Robinson. Trenton Simpson was a third-round pick. I thought Tavius was third. Nah, he was fourth. Mm, are you sure? I'm for certain of this. They took John Simpson in the third round. <laughs> I'm for certain they took John Simpson in the third round. Yep. I am for certain of this, sir. Okay. I know that that that's fantastic news because Tavius Robinson looks like he can't play. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but you're right. It was he was a fourth round pick. Yes, fourth round. Yes, fourth. Uh, but yeah, they're not putting him on the practice squad. He's gonna be on. He's gonna be on the 53. Malik Ham. Will be on the he'll be on the practice squad if they feel like keeping him around. Oh, uh, Tavius! Yeah. What? Do you think he's going to be on the fifty-three man roster? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, like, I don't. Crazy. I don't understand. Like, why? Baltimore loves him. Listen. I know sometimes I can be hard on players, and when I say they can't play, and people are like, man, give him a chance. He might cannot play, and he can't. But this guy can't play, Brody. Like, literally. I didn't say he could play. I was shocked when they drafted him. But they drafted him. He going to be there. This dude is like Jamarcus Russell on defense. He is horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. But I do think that he makes a practice squad with Jeremiah Moon. Right. Okay, I don't. I don't know who Jackie Moon is either. But like, it's not. Tavius <laughs> Robinson is going to be on the fifty-three uh, with the with the rest of your with the rest of your edge rushers that you that you love so dearly. If they could, listen, I, I promise you, Brady, I would throw a party. I would throw a block party if they put David Ajabo on the practice. Listen, oh, that's 
Okay, but he, then then you're then you're definitely losing them, and I I know. I know. I just, uh, no, but but no, but but no, but seriously. But seriously, you you've put multiple recent draft picks on the practice squad, and I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. And I'm telling you, I'll tell you why in a second. We're going to talk about them, but it's because they're getting rid of Kai Blue Kelly. They're awesome. not going to cut all of their draft picks, and <laughs> they're not going to do it. This is new, new Baltimore. No, it isn't. We, we, this is new, this new Baltimore. This is this is old ass Baltimore. Ha ha! We tricked you for a week by signing Odell Beckham because then we didn't even call De- DeAndre Hopkins. We didn't even call Dalvin Cook. We definitely didn't make an offer for Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. We didn't actually go out and get Darius Slay. We didn't, you know, go out and get anybody else who could have locked down that that second corner position. This is old Baltimore. We for sure, we for certain took uh what fourth inside linebacker instead of drafting a left guard. We definitely did that. And then and then came back in the fourth round and got an edge rusher who can't play instead of getting a corner or a left guard again. There's ain't nothing new about this Ravens. Did did anybody ever tell you? That words hurt. <laughs> Anybody ever tell you that? That words hurt. They mean something. Words, words they have do power. mean something. They mean a lot. They hurt. I, and, I, yeah, they and, hurt. and you know what? And I hope Eric's listening. I hope he's listening too. But listen. Oh, man. Hey, I should have. <laughs> he's not listening. What's up, Raven C? Um, yeah, we could have. Yeah. It was crazy because the other day, and I know this is his wife, and your wife is supposed to support you in everything you Why do. Why would you call Cook and Taylor? Was that a serious question? No, Raven C's a jokester. Listen. Lacey DaCosta put out a tweet talking about, yeah, Eric always gets his man. <laughs> and I almost I almost responded to that tweet. Like, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Nah, Joey, I, I promise you, you do. I promise you, you do. I need, listen, I need a, I need an explanation on this one. Why do we not need John? Why do we not need a dude that rushed for 1,800 yards in a season? I, I understand J- that you all like J.K. Dobbins, and we all yeah. think that he has talent. You know, and, and we think he could be a special player, maybe. He hasn't been. He's been in the league for three years, and he hasn't been. Uh, I believe his, his career high is, what, 850 yards, Seven. somewhere around there. Um, Jonathan Taylor is, you know, in the in the conversation for best running back in the league. Thanks. Uh, and, and and here's another thing that Ravens fans don't like hearing about their running backs that they, that they love so much. They look much better because they're playing next to Lamar Jackson. Now imagine Jonathan Taylor playing next to Lamar Jackson. Listen, we don't. We, if you have Jonathan Taylor, all you need is one back. Jonathan Taylor had eighteen hundred yards rushing two years ago. J.K. Dobbins doesn't have eighteen hundred yards in his career. Mm-hmm. But listen, I get it. Y'all have y'all favorites. I just want to win. I just want to get those players that are going to help take us over the top. And it has been proven the players, most of the players we have now, ain't gonna get it done. So yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. No, I'm sorry. We should have taken Stetson Bennett over Robinson or Simpson. Stetson Bennett? For what? If that was the case, we would have traded for Trey Lance. Like, if we wanted a no-talent quarterback, we'd have traded for Trey Lance. Like, you don't have to reach for a 5'10 quarterback from Alabama that's already 30 years old. Like, (laughs) ass. What running back did you see the team say, oh, God, we need them so bad? I mean, that's fine. You could say that same thing about Baltimore wide receivers for years. Were they right? 
were, were, they, were they correct, Raven? Uh, and, and listen, here's the thing. This is true of every position not named quarterback. No player at any other position is going to by themselves put you over the hump and take you from a bad team to a good team or a good team to a contender. But you have Lamar Jackson. You're supposed to be playing for a Super Bowl right now. And now is when players like Jonathan Taylor make that difference. True. And, yeah, like you said, we said the same thing last year. We don't need any wide receivers. We have Devin Duvernay and Tyler Wallace and James Prochet. And look what happened. As soon as the season was halfway through, everybody's screaming, these wide receivers are the worst. We need somebody better. So, listen, I don't know why as a franchise or a fan base we are scared to accumulate talent. I don't know why we think that one is enough or two is enough. If you can get somebody that's the best in their position, especially one of the running backs that's considered the best in the league on his rookie deal, that's a steal. Or we can go forward with J.K. Dobbins, hope he doesn't get injured again, and hope that he can do the things that Jonathan Taylor can do, because he can't. As much as I like him, and as much as he breaks runs and he has a high yard per carry average, he cannot carry a franchise like Jonathan Taylor can. Yeah. And no, Raven, I'm not changing it. I'm pointing out that just because the teams did something doesn't mean that they were right. It was was my point in bringing up Baltimore and the wide receivers, because you were wrong about saying you don't need wide receivers, right? But that's what the professionals over at the castle said. Uh, that was that was kind of the point. Uh, you know, if Baltimore had an elite running back, you know, if they had a Saquon, if they had a Taylor, if they had a McCaffrey, like, do you not? Can you not imagine how much better this offense would look? How much pressure that would take off of Lamar Jackson? Mm, this is false. He was injured last year because he had to go. He missed a couple of games because he had to get some scar tissue cleaned up. Times. All right, let me get off the subject. Let's get into these linebackers so we can get out of here. Y'all done got us going about something else we're not even supposed to be getting into. Linebackers. All right, we're gonna start off. Of course, we're gonna start off with Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen. Raven, not you. The Ravens said they don't need <laughs> Why are we doing they, this? They said it publicly. Hey, yeah, we like our guys. We don't need anybody, and they were wrong. That's the, anyway, whatever. Let's let's go. Yes, Malik Harrison. Delshawn Phillips, I think he's played his way onto the team. And just by default, like you said, Brian, being that they drafted him in the third round, I think Trenton Simpson makes the team. I told y'all he was hot garbage. And just because he's a third-round pick, they're going to give him an opportunity to play. He is not the replacement for Patrick Queen. He is more like the replacement for Arthur Brown, in my opinion. Like, he just really can't play at this point in his career. I don't think he was worth a third-round pick. But we're going to put John Ross on the practice squad and Christian Welch. What do you think, Brian? I'm struggling with the idea of them keeping five inside linebackers. Uh, I think that they, I, I don't think Delshawn's going to make it. I don't think he was. I don't think he is. I think they just keep four uh, and then they go a little heavier on, on the, uh, they go heavier at corner. I don't think uh, Delshawn makes it. The other, the other four are correct. You don't think Delshawn makes it? No. I think, listen, Coach Harbaugh just publicly came out and just, you know what I'm saying, just spoke highly of him just last night. Oh, for real, Harbaugh said? Yeah, Remember yeah. when Rashad Perryman was day-to-day? How many games he played that year? Moving on. Oh, Let's okay. move on. Yes, Coach, it's 53 people. It's not 60. It's 53 people. I know you may think that there are more cornerbacks and safeties than you believe, but that's not going to be the case. <laughs> it's not going to be it. Hendo said we're cutting the trash. we cut cutting the trash <laughs> out. But it's unfortunate because two of the trash is going to – 
somehow going start. and injured designation anyway. No, they're not going to start at all. So to the cornerbacks, I think we keep six cornerbacks. Marlon Humphrey, of course, he's going to go to the injured list and miss the first however many games or whatever many games he's going. Rakyasin, he's pretending to be healthy. <laughs> I forgot y'all signed Ronald Darby. <laughs> Rakyasin Rock is going to pretend to be healthy until he goes out. Ronald Darby is going to do in and do his Florida State thing and just play to the best of his capabilities. Then we have Brandon Stevens, who's going to get burnt like toast in a broken toaster every week. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams, they make the roster to be injury designated because, like I said, they were born crippled and have wheelchairs in their DNA. Um, I, thought I, think, Armour, I thought Armour Davis was healthy now. They say he is. Did he play like it? He got his first extensive action yesterday, and he looked worse than Kelly Caillou Blue Kelly. Okay, but him being bad at corner is not the same thing as him being hurt. Listen, we injury designate people a lot to stash them and keep them around on the roster. So that why, wanna, why would you want to just keep them around? Though? I don't want to keep any of them around. I don't think we should have drafted any of them. That's something uh, that the Ravens decided to do. I think that, I, that, that list is correct. Um, with the possible exception of Arthur Millette making it over uh, Williams or Davis. Uh, but I think it's probably going to be those six. But see, here's the thing. Pepe is still hurt, so he's going to go on a list. Marlon Humphrey's going to go on the list. So those are two guys off the roster. They're going to be replaced to me by Kevon Seymour and Arthur Millette. I think they're after they get everything settled. But just for the initial roster, I think these are the guys that let they're me, going to keep. Let me tell you something about Pepe Williams. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably just let him go. It's probably all right. It's probably okay. I would think so. But, you know, <laughs> Ravens feel like Ravens. Listen, I ain't going to hold you. The New York Jets love to steal our people, so you never know. Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a bet that a better corner than Pepe Williams gets cut by another team. I guarantee that to you. <laughs> so you know, I think I could go out there and play better corner right now. Oh, that's and funny. I'm and I'm almost forty years old. Don't don't Kevin Hart yourself, man. Don't Kevin Hart yourself. Anywho, let's move on to this last position, which Yay. is safety. And, and I don't know. I saw some people trying to keep six safeties for what. After the first two, we got nothing but garbage. Ah, no, no, I take the back. I take the back. Adonis Washington is pretty good. I think we're going to keep four safeties. Marcus oh, Williams, I think he's going to take make an ascension and be an all-pro. Kyle Hamilton, I'm not for certain yet because I don't know how they're going to use him. Box safety, are they going to put him out in coverage? I don't think he can cover personally. But, hey, he's a top 14 pick. Go earn your money, kid. Our Darius Washington, I think through the preseason, he <laughs> – uh, You heard that, huh, Jay? What happened? What I I think through the preseason, oh, our Darius Washington – <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, y'all funny. Uh, Darius Washington played his way onto the roster, and I think that Geno Stone, even though yesterday he looked a tad bit slow, makes the roster, which leaves Daryl Worley on the practice squad, and DeAndre Houston Carson goes to the practice squad as well, just in case we have an injury. Stop it. Our Darius Washington ain't making no roster. I guarantee you he does. I, uh, he ain't making no roster. It is going to be uh, the... 6'1 Marcus Williams, the 6'4 Kyle Hamilton, the 6'1 Daryl Worley, and 5'11 Geno Stone. And that's a guy that they took in the seventh round, or maybe he was even undrafted. I can't remember now. Uh, our Darius 5A self ain't making nobody roster. What? I guarantee you, Brody, he's going to make the roster. And he's right. going to listen, he's going to play slot corner. He's going to play some slot corner for us. At 5A? Okay. Yes. Listen. Uh, say what you want. He's a willing tackler, unlike some of these guys that we have that we draft. You can't say that. You ain't never seen him tackle nobody in the regular season. It don't make it. I've seen him it, tackle. It, you know, I, and and why haven't you? He took. On, he. I've seen him tackle in the regular season. Why not? Yeah. 
I seen him take on Brian Robinson one on one, take him down <laughs> during this preseason. And I've seen guys on our own team, 6'2, 240, that can't tackle. And some of them mm-hmm. look scared to tackle. But this okay. young man, this little guy, he sticks his. Y'all are going to be. Knows he like another Antoine Winston. So unbelievably upset the first time a running back or a wide receiver just you, hops Jose. over him and keeps on running. There's gonna there, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of uh, prejudicial comments on Twitter when somebody just hops over Lil Ardarius and keeps on going. All right. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's athletes out there. What do you expect? Like some of them were were college hurdlers. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? Coach yeah. says he agrees with you. Want to save these? So, Thank coach, you know, you don't, coach, you don't think they're keeping Ardarius? I can't remember what you put in your in your fifty uh, three man roster. Because you had your setup a little bit different. So, yeah, I don't – Worley, yes, Worley is staying after we make the cuts. Like, this isn't the final 53. This is just the initial to get everything set. I, this isn't the final roster by any means because we still also have to take into account the people that get cut from other teams. But, yeah, that's right. That's right. He's from TCU. Terrible Christian University. And he's going to make the roster. All right. Yeah, I know, I know, Coach, you did keep every DB. Like, you mm-hmm. you tried it. But eventually, even the Ravens are going to say enough is enough. These guys cannot play. Listen, they cut Swan, like, before he got to the locker room after last week's game. So they knew this guy cannot play, and they let him go. So that's that. Uh, listen, hour and nine minutes. We had 39 minutes past Rodney's alone. <laughs> and there's still 45 people in here rocking with us. I appreciate you all for hanging out with us. And don't forget to come back every Sunday. Listen, we are two weeks away, two weeks away from the NFL season starting. Make sure that you come here every Sunday night at 8 p.m. to live stream or after each game, depending on what day it is. Make sure that you go every Wednesday, 7.15 p.m. to that guy. Lunch break hot take with him and his brother, Jose. Rodney, let them know what you got going on and where they can find you, sir. You just did. Can you be more extensive and it's not the only channel that you do? God! <laughs> yes, uh, you know, a lunch break I take every Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed up by the overtime show that we do for patrons. Uh, you can also find me uh, on Ring King's podcast, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back. We'll be back sometime. Uh, you can find me on Monday evenings at 9 p.m. on the Ravens Roundup over on Sip to Tally Films with Coach Evans. And Tuesday at 9.15 p.m. over on Suge Knight 323 for the Steel Conspiracy, which I somehow ended up on a Steeler and Raven podcast, despite not being Co-host. a fan of either of those uh, organizations. You make, you make it look good, Brian. But, you know, I I, I really – I just kind of want to cancel all this week's shows because Thursday, Don't say Thursday it. evening. Don't say you it. Know, you know it's coming. Yeah, and you know it's coming because you can't have it. Starfield. Yeah. Starfield is coming, and I, I, I really can't even focus on football right now. What you talking about, Willis? I mean, I can't focus on football because Starfield is coming on Thursday evening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Took, I already took Friday off. 
It's gonna be all weekend. What's up, Shug? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what what national championship has TCU won, Raven C? Hold on, I'll wait. And like in, in anything, right? In anything other than scandals. Nothing? No comment? No retort? Whatever. And look, I I don't I'm not gonna pretend I know TCU's history. Like the first that I'd ever heard of them was uh when Ladanian Tomlinson was there. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, ain't no way a hell a top player in the NFL draft went to some place called Texas Christian University. It's not even a real place. Is that his high school? I don't understand. But you know, I, I do enjoy watching them play, but yeah, no, they're not a not exactly a powerhouse. Nah. They no, ain't no football this week, Jay. But you just said you can't concentrate on football. Yeah, there ain't no football this week. True, 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 true. I gotta, I gotta customize my ship and get out there and start hijacking ships in space to build my fleet. Okay, that's right. All right, well, listen, I'm about to go watch this football game. Like I said, the one that that is already over, essentially. Is it really? God, it started eight o'clock. It's only nine fifteen. I, I know, but it's also the preseason. It is true. You have actually correct. And you know that the quality of play in preseason game <laughs> still rapidly football. degrades. It's still football. So, uh, okay. once again, appreciate you, Brodney, for hanging out with us. Make sure you come back here every Sunday night. Also, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., check out myself and my man, Dre, Electric Relaxation disposable entertainment where we do a live stream most times we interview people if not we're talking all things hip-hop especially old school hip-hop now i have some bad news good news before i go bad news good news. what's that ah well listen being that the preseason is over and we are about to head into the regular season i think that intentional grounding is going on hiatus mm. yeah yeah so yeah that's done for you now. Seem real broken up about it, man. I'm listen. I'm trying to hold it inside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no more Fridays. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask. I was like, when? When even is? Oh, look at y- Yolanda's upset. No, she's not. She was talking That's about all caps right there. You don't see Yolanda typing all caps. She was talking about the football game being over. No, so, so she just put it in there. So, oh, my yeah. bad. you know, we're we're ahead of them, like we're delayed, so she could be talking about anything. Um, but there may be something else in its place. He said the Panthers 22nd quarterback came from TCU. <laughs> yes, yes, Raven C. We're aware that they put an NFL a player into the NFL once every 7.3 years. Uh, <laughs> that's not what that's not what Handel asked you. He asked you about titles. Yeah, championships, winners, you know, jewelry, hardware, stuff like that. Stuff that us winners do. All right, calm down with the, with the plastic ring you bought at the Dollar Tree. First of all, I say practice. Yeah, you heard that, sir. You heard that. Real metal. Real metal. But anywho, there may be something. There may be another pro, uh, a project in its place that is going to be set up. And hopefully it's here be, to stay, Yolanda says. Hopefully it's going to be more entertaining and uh, have more guests on air. And just be a better experience for everyone. That is what I am working on. So, you know, until then. You're talking about that massive bust, Josh Doxon? Is that who you're talking about? Really? All right, that's that's enough. That's enough. That's oh, enough. Okay. My bad. Josh Doxon. Who's talking about Josh? Do- oh, Do- oh, the wide receiver. Doxon. Yeah. 
He didn't mention him. He was talking about another receiver. Ravis, uh, Ravis, Ravis, wasn't Ravis. it a... Is he talking about Johnson? No, no, Rager went somewhere else, right? Who? Rager? Jaylen, oh, he went to Philadelphia. He went to Philadelphia now. He's in Minnesota, but I think they cut him. No, no, no. I mean in college, which is what we're talking Not about. Jalen Rager, he may have gone to TCU. Oh, he did go to TCU. Look at that. Another Incredible. Bust. Incredible. An- another. Wow. Another. Wow. Bust. Amazing. Sir, make sure you bring somebody that matters in the NFL to the plate before you come up here talking all that mess. But listen, y'all. Y'all just trying to keep us delayed and stay here for two hours. Something we ain't doing. We got it.